Is everyone ready to die today? No! Wait! I'd rather we didn't, if I had a choice. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. Welcome back you to had your the Emergency yesterday. Power Podcast. Sit on down, charge up with us, and just listen to the screams. As relaxing <laughs> as those are going to be. <laughs> I think mine's coming first. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, you took uh, you took a shot last Why time. Why am I always dying? <laughs> I thought wow, I was supposed to be question. the like I, I I originally planned this character to be the tank, but to be fair, we're only level two, so I haven't really gotten to work on my build yet. Mm. It's, it's yeah, my coming. plan keep you guys at level two the entire adventure, <laughs> oh so you guys can't do your build. Please oh. no. Turns out Please this no. is an E five campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, that is so evil. It is. Uh, you know, I, I like to have levels really coincide with the experience of the characters. The game I ran that Cooper happens to be in, he likes to talk about how it took several years to get to, like, level 10. Yeah, uh, so... might not even be there yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the, the best experience is failure, so we should have got a lot of experience from last <laughs> You time, guys right? are level 16 now. Honestly, <laughs> after doing so many more high-level campaigns, I missed Adam's level scaling. I think it's nice to stay a little bit slower in the level sometimes. I don't I want to be creative. I want to get past that level 5 yeah. pump. Once yeah. I hit level 5, I I'll feel yeah, good about it, sure. and then we can slow like, down. I, I'm keeping this in mind. I am. Don't worry. But it also is going to be at a certain pace. I so that. there sadly are no side quests that you can go grind a bunch <laughs> of those. Gather what? like five bunnies per quest. Do that a million times until you level up. Gotta kill all those slimes, man. I'm pleased to report <laughs> that I've slaughtered hunting. over 3,000 mecha bunnies. We are now level five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and in the meantime, we'll keep using Scriff as basically the the oh guinea pig the yeah meat, the <laughs> guinea pig yeah <laughs> the meat shield the, the meat from rocky when he's like punch the, the meat burger. rock oh <laughs> oh rocky i was thinking uh demolition man the rat yeah. burger my, my brain that's how to... i feel right now after getting punched by that vest see my brain went to rocky horror because you said meat probably Ooh, that's a fair <laughs> place to go i appreciate tim curry and his role in that oh it's so good Love Tim Barry. He's the best. All right. I think it's time we get back into it because we left at quite the occasion. You had gone up against Swarkus Gore, this overgrown Vesk. Scriff had gotten punched up against a <laughs> pillar, cracked almost the pillar through punched. him, almost got taken down by one shot. You guys did a pretty good job, though. 5e came in, got a crit right back on him. Yeah, that was one of the best Hero. crits I think I've ever seen in combat. That helped yeah, significantly. Yeah, you guys sent him down the dexterity poison track, which when mm -hmm. he went to trample on you guys, actually saved pawns from getting stepped on. Yeah, so. it prevented him taking opportunity attacks, which allowed us to yes. actually kind oh of gosh, uh, kite yeah. back a little bit. Yeah, that was amazing. And as you guys were really getting into this fight, an explosion tore across the area, deafened a couple of you. 5e at that time noticed in the elevator someone had grabbed Isbin Espa, 
thrown over their shoulder and he's like, I trust these guys, I'm gonna go after them. It didn't work out super well, if I recall correctly. <laughs> you know, I there feel like there's a lot of value judgments placed in that statement. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope, no judgment here. Uh-huh. Just I'm uh-huh. spitting out the the raw facts. Uh-huh. Well, we yes. forgot to we forgot to upgrade uh, 5e's software. Yeah, you <laughs> forgot the <laughs> antivirus <laughs> upgrade. It turns out I'm still running Windows ME or something. <laughs> 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 so this other unit's like, I need to download everything from you, and I need to get upload some stuff back. And you tried to awesome. stop, and yeah, it uh, <laughs> didn't work out, and it uh, sounds awesome. Oh, new features. I love cookies. <laughs> Port forwarding, my favorite. <laughs> uh, then... Pawns 5e, you guys heard Swarkus Gore as the ringing died down in yours a little bit tell you, you guys need to get out of here. Whoever's attacking this compound will take you, they will torture you, and they will get the information about drift travel, and I will not accept that. So he's like, take my ship, get out of here. And then he jumped off a cliff with jetpacks. With jetpack, yep. Mm-hmm. That was pretty hardcore. I was impressed. <laughs> I'm still not sure who I'm supposed to hate more, the the Gorgatal or these new enemies that have shown up. Yeah, I mean we don't we don't know enough about them yet, but yeah. they definitely just brainwashed our friend somewhat is is what it sounded like. I'm not right, sure Pons right. really understands that. No, I don't I'm... think that you two got that because the elevator started going up as he jumped through the hole that Swarkus had made with his fist. Landed is, and then started their, going. Their reprogramming up. has thoroughly assured me that everything is okay with this. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah, I am <laughs> not worried at all. We definitely know something's up though, just because he's he would no longer be talking on comms, right? Like at the very absolutely, least. something's absolutely. wrong. Okay, I was I was about to ask the similar question. I'm not sure if it was like, hey, Five E just followed these friendly units up an elevator without us, or. If We'd really get like a, hmm, yeah, that's By not good. By his estimation, yes. <laughs> Got it. Because okay. part of that update was to tell 5e that this unit is not only friendly, but also his superior unit. And mm. he gave him some very ominous commands. And then okay. the elevators continued to rise, which is where we left off last time. So chaos reigns down below as the ship waits up above. Scriff and Pawn stand alone on this elevator platform. Uzi Paswoon is missing. 5e has gone after Captain Isbin Espa, who has been grabbed by this unknown unit. The chase is on as we open the tomes of emergency power once again to Volume 1, Chapter 12. Yes. Alright, let's do it. So we're, we're still in the elevator, yes? You guys are still rising in the elevator, Scriff. You've supercharged that thing as hard as you can. Okay. It's rising at a pretty good click. Uh, Pawns, can you give me any healing? I'm pretty hurt. Uh, yeah, I actually I have just the thing. And you kind of see Pawns' hands like spark a little bit, kind of like neurons firing. And I'm going to put my hands on Scriff and using empowered healing touch. Uh, I'm going to spend a resolve point 
and Ooh. you will heal 10 HP from that. Nice. That's the first time I think you've done that. Yeah. It's an ability I've, I've saved for a little bit here until a really bad scenario. <laughs> Saving but it until you get punched by a Vesk. HP only, not, not uh, stamina, uh, right? It does just say HP. Okay. Yes, okay. hit points. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah, that that maxed up my hit points, so thank you. Give stamina back. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. All right. 5e. You have boarded a ship following the command of Superior Unit S3. As you get into the main corridor of this ship, S3 repositions the unconscious Isbin Espa over their right shoulder before turning to you. Data indicates 5e's proficiency in both evasive combat piloting and weapon system use. Select the appropriate position to occupy. Assign unit to gunnery. Approved. Plug into gunnery system, bring systems online, and disable any ships as time allows for. Then prepare for combat. And he runs down the hallway. Directive acknowledged. 5e heads toward the turret. Are we getting any uh, feed on the comms during all of this? Goodness, no. No. Okay, just making sure. I'm pretty sure East of Bolton. And 5e, I'm going to need you to fire the cannons. 5e takes control of the, the turrets. He uses the beam caster to target a series of ramshackle cobbled together vehicles presumably crewed by some of Sorkis Gore's henchmen or hench persons. Alright, give me some shots. That is a non-natural 20. Alright, so you just keep shooting on this thing. As the elevator holding pawns and scriff reaches the top level, a beam emanating from a nearby ship-mounted cannon thunders by. You're seared mildly and experience the ringing in your ears once more as a horrible explosion rips through the dark cavern and several ships erupt into flames. Oh, I'm so the sorry, mechanical, <laughs> The mechanical whirring of a ship reaches its peak as the ship which fired their cannons jets off towards what is clearly an upward ramp out of the dome. I get on Scriff. Oh, no. Yeah, everyone, give me perception roll real quick. Yeah. As you look around this cavern, you're seeing other ships. You're seeing most of them are now on fire. What's What do you got for me? I got a 12. 12? Can I it's also 20, uh, do something else? Yeah, what else do you want to do? Uh, I want to try and get on comms and reach 5e. So I'll say, 5e, 5e, what, where are you? What's happening? Can you hear me? Would a response to this be against my directives? Here's <laughs> what I'm going to have you do. Give me a will save. There, 5E. As you hear Scriff contact you over the comm unit, you know, you still have to operate within the directives that you were given. So I'm really curious, actually, what you would say. <laughs> um, wow. Well, my will saves only an 11, so I don't think it's going to matter. <laughs> I try. So, static over the comm unit. 
Something's wrong. 5e, he's not responding. We need to find a ship. Looking around, speaking of finding a ship, you mm -hmm. see one that doesn't look like it's been hit by this laser. It's certainly not on fire. You can tell by little lights blinking on it that it still has power. It looks like there was probably more that were working several seconds ago, but not so much <laughs> now. And this ship must have been worked on by Swarkasgore because there's heavy weld marks across the hull of this ship. And it's got this slim build to it that makes it look like it was kind of designed for speed, perhaps. And as you guys move towards this ship, a beam slides across you. And a voice blares out of the ship. Please present Zint crew identification. Uh, I, I'm Scriff. Uh, Pons. I identification accepted. What? what? <laughs> the He's panel to take our ship, right? to of take the ship, ship begins to lower down. And inside is a platform that chink, 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 chink turns into stairs as it lowers. 5e has to be on that chip that just got away, right? Let's let's go after him. Uh, have, have you piloted anything before? No, never. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, let's let's give it a try then. And as okay. I float over well, and, and hop in, I'm not going to use the going to what position i believe in us so hard right well now. we need a pilot um we do you need a pilot I, I don't have piloting i'm going to let uh <laughs> i don't either i'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna <laughs> oh no as, as we're running into the ship i'm gonna send one last message to uzi just to let him yeah. know what's going on mm -hmm. okay yeah you I jump on you the again, comms uzi, but we're taking off in a ship and we might die, because none of us know how to fly a ship. I wish I could leave <laughs> something. Do we have any more of those uh, snacks? Co computer, what is your name? What is your designation? Designation by the captain is, leave me alone. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll leave the, uh, the dog slicer that I took from, I think, one of the goblins. It's kind of a little bit brutal, but uh, just as an indication of like, hey, we were right here last time we left. Okay. I'm not sure if this place is about to burn down, but, you know. So <laughs> I'll go ahead and leave, leave that out. Okay. See if Uzi uh, might find it later. Leave, leave me alone. Um, <laughs> what can I do for you? Can, are you capable of autopilot? I can assist you in piloting this ship. Uh, Pons, there seems to be something wrong with the computer. It, I'm going to try and fix that malfunction. Can you just take the helm well oh, i kind of yeah i kind of like how he talked but sure i'm gonna try to fix that Why, thank you crew member pup pup hans <laughs> kind of so sounds I'm like gonna... one of those like fighter arenas it's, it's pretty great uh whether that's computers <laughs> uh, science officer or engineering i'll run to whichever one would be appropriate to try and uh improve the the ship's computer to repair that glitch sure that would probably be science officer. Okay, so Pons heads towards the front of the ship, starts strapping into the piloting chair. I'm so happy you guys have decided to have Pons do this again. Uh <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, because last time I was in the giant crane above a mutated plant from the sewers, and that went super well. 
Yep. Mm -hmm. As you <laughs> sit down into the chair, the head of a holographic projection pops up in front of you. This face with slick-backed dark hair. Welcome, value crew member aboard the Skyship. No, I'm not naming this hunk of junk. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for lift-off command. Do I need to make a piloting uh, check Paul myself? Is talking to you. Piloting check, please. Uh, run, start. Uh, uh, just, just go. Um, uh, let's see what I got Input here. accepted. Seven. <laughs> you start picking up off the ground and you swerve a little bit and smack into another ship. Piloting assist engaged, gauged, as it starts trying to swing you back into position, lining up with the escape ramp from IO as oh, you hit the forward <laughs> thrusters and boom, shoot forward. You go to hit the ramp and you slide along the ground a little bit as you go to pull up, shoot out into the open skies and sparks fly behind you. <laughs> this as is what happens I when move. you steal our pilot. <laughs> Everyone over to the next map. And I'm also going to need a computer's check from you, Scriff. Scriff's got a computer's check for you. It's a 26. Nice. Ooh, babe. Just typing as fast as my little Yosuke fingers will type. <laughs> I like how you guys have gotten on this ship and you're chasing after 5e and the priority is to fix this guy's speech impediment. No, it's to, I want to get rid of any bugs in his system so that he yeah. can assist with the pilot checks. Yeah, okay, if possible. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> we're keeping, we're keeping the speech problem. I'm really glad to see that you're paying attention to making sure that all the hardware around you is well maintained now, Jeff. <laughs> wow. The sickest of burns. I deserve yeah. that. <laughs> And hopefully all of you can see this new map that you've been oh, brought yeah. into. So we're like we're like in a cloudy sky. That's yes, pretty this cool. Is atmospheric combat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can see the ocean down below as you guys okay. pull out woof, past the edge of the desert over this vast deep blue ocean. And if I remember correctly, the original place we landed, it was this kind of whitish sand or a very light pale sand, correct? Yeah, and it was highlighted by the blue star that this planet rotates around. Mm, okay, that's right. So that's kind of what we're seeing on the map down below us. So we're now going to move in to EPN's very first ship combat. Yay! We're doomed! <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> Starship uh, combat featuring two pilots. Yeah. Not pilots. <laughs> featuring one pilot on the, on the other ship. Uh -huh. <laughs> and he's gunning. Oh, man. Uh, we really need okay. you back, Bybee. <laughs> it sucks to be you. <laughs> Fivey's working for the other team now. They paid better. <laughs> uh, since this is our first starship combat, do we want to go over the phases of starship combat? 
Okay, so at the beginning, which this kind of already took place as you guys got on the ship, you declare where you want to be. So you can change roles at the beginning of combat for free. It doesn't cost anything. You just move from one place to another. Mm -hmm. After that comes the engineering phase, where engineers will work on trying to keep the ship together. Helm phase, you guys are doing your piloting checks. You guys are doing any science station uh, actions, and pilots will act in reverse order. In other words, whoever rolls the lowest will go first, and the person who rolls highest will react to them. So that gives the higher rolling ship a chance to maneuver out of the way and whatnot. Positioning advantage. Absolutely. Then comes everyone's favorite, the gunnery phase. That one seems pretty Mm self-explanatory. And attacks happen in the same order as piloting, AKA reverse order. So if the enemy ships fire before, say, they explode, that shot will still hit you if, of course, it was accurate enough. So Mm. that's a very basic breakdown, and we'll probably get into it a little bit more here. And we're totally not looking at cheat sheets on our phones. As a... Yeah, it's a lot to Starship ever even say that? (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot to these combats. Uh, It doesn't matter because we don't have a captain, but captain can act uh, during any of the phases, depending on who they want to give a bonus to. But we don't currently have a captain. Yeah, captains are fun because they can throw out encouragement and, you know, give people temporary bonuses each round, that kind of stuff. Which would be so fantastic right now if someone was giving some bonuses it'd be more fantastic if we had a pilot yeah (laughs) i really would indeed hold on i'm can i get a readout uh what was your name (laughs) leave me alone what 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 uh are that's me uh, what are the armaments on this ship what what are its capabilities and i'll pull up a, a list of its like weapons and uh of our own weapons and uh like engines and whatnot okay So this ship is equipped with a forward arc weapon, a mining laser, which has the special property of it can bore through things. Cool. It also has a very fancy Inbrooks magic torpedo unit on its turret. I think it's Inubricks, but I'm not the authority on that. It just sounds cool. I don't know. Bricks magic torpedo Uh, is probably Inubricks. But uh, this is fantasy land, so what does all it do? of the things are hard to say. Uh, magic torpedoes. <laughs> so it's let's yep. see. It's got it's got some cool properties. Uh, so it's got the mystical property, which means when you attack with it, actually, Ponsby might put you in this. When you attack with it, you can use your Wait. mysticism and you can use your uh, wisdom modifier instead cool. of like a normal dex modifier. Uh, uh, oh wow! So you can you can attack. Like it's a magic attack. That is uh, amazing for it's me. It's also wow. got the quantum property. So if you miss, you can re-roll it one time to try and get it to like re-target because mm-hmm. it's a it's a torpedo. You know, it it's yeah. guided. So That's it has awesome. a chance. It has a second chance on the following round to try and hit the target again. Uh, okay. So okay. we might actually next round switch you up on that. <laughs> 
last uh, and final, yeah. weapons-wise, is the most effective weapon. You have a garbage ejection system. <laughs> what oh. that does is, if you time it right, if a torpedo or a missile is coming at you, you can shoot trash out to intercept it. But you only <laughs> get one shot. I only uh, got enough garbage for one. Uh, All right, so as far as speed there, no. goes with this thing, you have a speed of 13 Ooh, with a turn boy. of 1. So yes. every time you move one, you can turn again. Move a hex, turn again. Awesome. Pons, this gun here, I think would be better for you. I'm good. I'll take the piloting position. I, okay. If if you, you think torpedo. so, Scriff. All right. I'll, I, I guess I'll follow Scriff's object uh, order there and, and switch over to the, uh, the torpedo. All right. So we got pawns on torpedo, and we have Scriff on pilot now. Okay, let's do this, shall we? I'm going to need some piloting checks because no one moved into engineering. And here right. comes the combat music. Yes, favorite moment. I had to time it with our first roll. Let's go. Speaking of first rolls, what do you guys got for me? Um, I don't think I got this one. That's a natural three for a six. Boom. I think you do have this one because that's a natural one. Oh, oh right. Yes. Dude, my evil twin sucks. <laughs> Five is just gonna be like, I'm fed up with you guys. I'm I am not anyway. impressed with the robots from this reality, okay? Uh, They've been operating for a really long time, so, you know. A little bit do? rusty on yeah. the controls here. Just gotta give them a few rounds on the stick. Be fine. I think you should be letting me upgrade you, buddy. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it was a. Uh, this upgrade was just full of bugs. You need to roll back. <laughs> so, while this is happening, I'm going to need a perception check from you there, 5E, as this ship is going to try to move around, cycling south from here, seeing if he can't get you guys in a better position but with that 13 movement space, that's going to be very difficult for me. Well, my perception result is an 11. 11. Okay, so you hear some kind of noise happening towards the front of the ship. You're not sure what it is, but it sounds like some commotion. Hmm. And Scriff, go ahead and move as this other ship attempts to maneuver away. All right, um, let's see how far I can go. Just across the map. 15, 20. <laughs> or, uh, these aren't five-foot increments. What am I doing? Let me start over. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I'm just going to... As he just uh, slides right yeah. up to the side of this thing. Ah. It's, it's, it's like a queen versus a knight. We're just tailing it. This is really, I really wish we had animations in Foundry so that I could actually <laughs> play what, whatever that game is called. We could do it Star Trek style. Richard, do, do the Star Trek uh, 
Yeah, there you go. Uh-huh. Yeah, shifting just leaning back and forth. Back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just have a little stick and we'll just poke the webcam that's on us right now to like shake it around. <laughs> and you can add that in Jonathan Frakes. Yeah, you can you can add that in post, right, Adam? You just add some shake to the <laughs> to like one of those chairs that have a movie that theaters that just like vibrate and move on you. <laughs> Okay, moving on to the punishment phase. I mean, the gunnery phase. <laughs> Pawns, I believe that's yeah. you. All Unable right. to Come. establish target lock. And I have torpedoes ready to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that Beautiful. torpedo, that magic torpedo launcher does not have a limit. Great, it's, it's magic, right? It's yeah. magic. Magic. <laughs> Oh my goodness, I'm doing amazing. That is an 18 plus five, yes. 23. No. Oh, this is making up for getting stomped by that Vesk Swarkasgor. Yeah, damage is a four. That's okay. Four damage, you see it. I think that was actually minimum. Travel across the short distance and smash into the side of this thing as it explodes. See bits of it right. flying off behind you. Just to, to scriff here really fast. Uh, we, we need some sort of plan to get 5e off board before we completely blow them up. I, we'll, we'll just try to disable them and and we'll recover him afterwards. Mm, maybe I can take out the uh, the engines or, or something, not allow them to move. In out of game, uh, shooting, get, bringing a ship to zero whole points does not blow the ship up. It just yeah, disables it. it. Disables it. Oh, okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. One thing that you notice about this ship that you're attacking, when that explosion went off, it didn't seem like it impacted on shields. It seemed like it went straight to the hull. Looking over your system, Scriff, you notice that this ship has no shields either. Oh, good. <laughs> so we but can blow up this rate, right away. That won't matter. Uh, all right. <laughs> That's really, yeah. And that ends that round. Moving on to the next round. Any roll changes? Nope. Moving on. I'm going to keep it going. On. Piloting time. Oh, that's a nine. Okay. Mm. This time, the shoe is on the other foot because that is a 15. Oh, so, my. this time... The SS, no, I'm not naming this hunk of junk, gets to go first. Okay. Um, all right, well, based on the uh, the ship schematics that we got for this ship, those torpedoes have a range of long. So what <laughs> I'm going to do is just blast off 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13... Oh, many Christmas. All the way over here. <laughs> All right. And I'll turn, I'll turn one time. Okay. You just blast off in the other direction. The ship is going to start moving down south. Starts turning. And it's going to move a little bit to the west. Keeps going on this heading then is going to actually turn even more south is going to actually point the back of the ship towards you 
I don't like that. It's it's aiming at our icons on the map. Is that what's happening? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know else what is going on here. Those don't exist down there in order to give you vision on this map. Ah. Don't shatter mm -hmm. the disbelief. <laughs> <laughs> I was suspended so nicely until this point. All right. Moving right along to the gunnery phase. You guys are going to get to go first, Pawns and Scriff. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then, finally, it'll be our time to shine, 5e. Can we reach them from here? Yes, we can. Oh, great. Our, our, right. our torpedoes have a range of 20 units, or no, 18 units. Uh, they, have a speed, they have a speed of 18, and we're 16 units away. 60, yeah, you're right, okay. And even if we were far enough away, their torpedoes, they just keep flying towards the target at that speed oh, un good. until they fail their target lock. Indeed. So what do you got for me, Pawns? Yeah, that was a 14 on the dice, 19 total. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Every <laughs> time. Yeah. Okay. Pawns is the but DPS this time. <laughs> let's see if 5e can be our DPS. Um, so I'm guessing that that vessel is within arc. Is it within range of that weapon? It is not within the first travel increment of it. It's beyond the 12 that this has. However, if you catch them, then next round, as Jeff mentioned, it will just keep following. Hmm. Yeah, you okay. may, what you do is you, you get to make another attack roll with it next time to maintain target lock. Well, then NR5, he directs the light Aeon torpedo launchers toward the enemy vessel, striking a 15. Mm. Does a 15 hit the hunk of junk? Uh, yes, our target lock is 12. All right, so this thing can't reach it within this round, but out of the back of this ship, a torpedo launches off and it will be moving through the next round. Or we could intercept it and throw- Richard, did you say the speed was 12? It literally can't catch you guys unless you change. <laughs> if, if we fly away the whole time. But we'll see what happens. I mean, we're, we're having a great time over here, Richard. You should have joined ours. <laughs> You know, the important part is that the majority of the group is succeeding at something. It's a confidence-building exercise. If only you had Uzi on your side there, Richard. You, I'm oh sure gosh. he would have done something. That is a true thing. Okay. We have to go back for him. There is now a blip on the map as if on your radar of this torpedo coming at you as we move on to the next round. No roll changes, I'm assuming? Nope. All mm. right, give me some rolls for that piloting check. That's a 21. And this is a 23. Oh, Ooh. all right, okay. I rolled high as well this time. Once again, you guys are moving first. Okay. Um... Let's try and just stay away from that torpedo. Which way can we go here? I'm gonna... It's, it can reach us this time, but I can't get too far away from the other ship. So I'm gonna move a little to the east and south and just uh, put them uh, within shooting distance of us. 
So this craft is going to continue moving and is going to do a loop and try to come back towards you guys. All right, what sort of check is required for the torpedo at this point? As we move into the gunnery phase, you're going to give me another attack roll, same as you did last time. But since this thing is already tracking the other ship, that means you'll also have time to do something else during this turn. Excellent. Well, the Aeon Torpedo comes up with a 16 this time, baby. Ooh, oh, yes. Uh, no. It's getting better and Kay. better. We might take a lot of damage here, actually. If you're going to fire the beam caster, this front weapon, as you fire, I'm also going to need a will save. Mm. As he's doing it, he's, he's thinking, this is wrong. This is against my programming. I'm attacking my allies. And his will save is a 21. Yeah. Oh, snap. Okay, so as you go to fire at this ship, I would like you to apply a negative four to your attack roll. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. So I still have to follow the directive, but I don't have to follow it as well. <laughs> you can, like, fight it yeah, off. Yeah, you're, you're okay. trying to fight it, but... And he fires the beam caster on the incoming junker. All right. I want to see all the damage this time. I regret to tell you that it's probably not all the damage because that was an 11 to hit. Does an 11 hit this hunk of junk? No. That's a 12 target. Or yeah, Beamcaster's probably uh, direct fire, so AC. That's 12 mm -hmm. AC. Okay. That may not hit, but as you guys swoop around the torpedo chases after you and i'm gonna need some torpedo damage from you 5e oh snap it's time it's hold on time. hold please because we have a garbage system and that garbage oh, system has a point property so i want to read the. i, I want just really want to i think it's just a reaction to Look, do that i know your ship is a garbage system but that doesn't mean i don't get to roll damage <laughs> we, have a, we have a garbage ship, and I want to use the garbage system. The garbage so ship actually just break part of itself off into space. <laughs> yeah, you guys just, just kick like, the back end a little bit, and it just goes flying off. Oh, yeah, just Let's float see. away with the rest of the trash, right? If so, here's what point says: If a tracking weapon would hit a ship that contains a weapon with the point special property, the gunner can attempt an immediate gunnery check with the point weapon against the projectile using huh. the bonus listed That's in cool. the parentheses, which for the garbage system is uh, a plus 10. Ooh. That's and, pretty solid. Uh, That's so insanely good. The DC is 10 plus the tracking weapon speed, so it's a DC 22. Okay. So you're and making this is a... Not gonna be using any of the magic properties. This no. is going to be a so regular. You don't, you don't get attack. your plus five, but you get a plus ten from the the power of garbage. <laughs> the power of garbage compels you. Okay, pawns, jump oh, sorry, plus on eight. the garb. Plus eight. Jump on the garbage. Jump on the garbage cannon, and see All if right. you can stop this torpedo. Yeah. Uh, and then the plus with a plus ten. Eight. Plus eight. Hey, that's a 21. What is that? Oh, it's not enough. It was, you're, you said the speed of the torpedo was 12? That it is. Did no, I miss it by one? DC no. 22. <laughs> yes, you did. Uh. So you guys 
hit the drop the load button and it shoots <laughs> trash out from behind. Oh. And it just was just barely off on the timing as this yeah. thing goes right over it and straight oh, at the yes. ship. Richard is doing a happy dance. Yeah. And yeah. I'm going to need to know holy people, I'm how doing the much shoulder damage shimmy. this does. <laughs> Nine damage Whoa. to your face. <laughs> Straight to the face. I'm sorry, but also yay. <laughs> I got to do a thing. It's a good roll. Can I still okay. make it an attack, or did I only do the garbage? Oh, that's No, that was, right. that's just a reaction. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So now, Pond, you also get to take a shot as well. All right, launching another torpedo. All right, what you got for me? Magic missile. That's uh, a 12 plus 5 for 17. <laughs> I would really appreciate you guys throwing out some ones here. I haven't no. rolled below a 10. Don't jinx time. it. I would Why like would to you direct you to our last session of play. <laughs> Just accept it and move on. Hans does not believe in karma. All right, but does he believe in damage? Uh, yes, did you want me to tell you that damage? I would like you to tell me the I damage. Seven, not too bad. <laughs> oh, God. Gotta be close to a critical threshold. You're not close. You're over one. Nice. Yes. Okay. Um, so you know how these uh, torpedoes are really cool? There's one yeah. more feature that uh, they have that um, we haven't, we didn't talk about, I don't think. Uh, no, which is this the, the Inubrix portion of those magic torpedoes. Oh, yeah, yeah, that funny word. So mm -hmm. so what Inubrix yeah. does, when the uh, weapon scores critical damage against a starship, which is when it hits that critical threshold, it has uh -huh. a 20% chance to critically damage that system twice. So instead oh. of that, normally that system would become glitching. Instead, it has a 20% chance to become malfunctioning which is even worse for so, them. And yeah, do class. I roll? Or does he roll? I'm going to let that. you guys roll. Yeah. It's, just flat it's your torpedo. So, or D100. So D100, right? Yep. Right. If it's a 81 or higher. Okay, okay, here we go. Uh, let's see. Enter. Uh-oh. I, I think I just tried to roll two D100s. Hey, Jeff, you go ahead and take this one over for me. I, don't, <laughs> I, I tried to mess it up. Okay. Well, that D100. At least he didn't try to roll D1 million. Yeah. That's an 83. Yes! Oh, All snap. right. Got you... to be kidding oh. me. Do you want me to roll the uh, the tart, the location as well? Oh, yes, so please. <laughs> That's going to be the forward weapon port is now malfunctioning. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Uh, oh, let me see like what everything. malfunctioning does, because I forgot. Yeah, that's not good. I think it's just time for me to bow out of this episode. <laughs> the, the, role, the role of Vinar 5e will be played by a potted plant for the remainder. <laughs> Where are the critical CR1, potted effects? plant. So malfunctioning... Uh, a malfunctioning system is difficult con to control. Crew actions involving this system, except the hold it together and patch engineer actions take a minus four penalty. <laughs> you also can't use any push actions. This stacks with the penalties from other critical conditions from other systems, which there are none. 
So minus four mm. on any forward weapon shots. <laughs> Have fun okay, with that. So the fun vacuum just went from suck to blow, I see. <laughs> well, you are in space. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, we did the damage and stuff a little out of order, I think, but it's fine because everyone got a torpedo in. Moving on once sky. again, I'm just going to keep going to the checks until someone says I want to move to a different role or something like that. I got a seven on my piloting check. And I got a six. Oh. So that means we get to go first, because that's exactly what I wanted to do. <laughs> that was the plan all uh, along. Scriff, what is your bonus to piloting, even though you don't have skills it's in it? It's just my dex bonus, which is three. Okay, so not, not awful. Got something there. Not great, but yeah. not bad. Yeah. It's better than okay. my zero. We're gonna try to close the gap here on you guys. See if we can't hit you just because of the spatial difference. There must be something, right? As it charges head first into the clouds right in front of you. You're up. All right. Uh, I'm gonna go right on their starboard side. Into that blind spot. Into their lovely, lovely blind spot. All right, launching a torpedo again. Here we go. <laughs> mm. As that happens, give me another perception, 5e. What's Ooh. that to hit with the torpedo? Yeah, that was just a 13 that time. Just a 13. Not too bad. 19 perception. 19 perception. Okay. 13 meets it exactly. Oh, right. yeah. Nailing it. All right, then. Damage. Ooh. Yeah, you can't quite hear what's happening down the hall, but you're again hearing this ruckus, and this time you hear a little bit of S3's voice cut in. Again, you can't tell what he's saying, but sounds almost upset well my directives have not changed have they they have not then i'm to continue on my present course of action and not worry about that i think <laughs> that sounds like someone else's problem <laughs> maybe right. they should have thought out their commands a little more carefully uh, <laughs> this pilot. has been noted yeah yeah they should they should have taken that into account Nothing. All right. What's the damage <laughs> on that torpedo? That another five damage there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, this is not going great. We need another critical threshold right now. Yeah, you can go. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay, bringing it back around. Piloting checks. Do 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 do. That's a fifteen. That's a seven. Ha! <laughs> Why is All it right. that these two? People who have never piloted a ship before are just dominating the flying. I don't know. Hello, my, Tundra. My rolls have been Tundra. really solid. Like, Tundra. yeah, most with few exceptions, over I, ten. I, I think this has been know? the most consistent. Scriff and Pons has succeeded on their rolls. Absolutely true. And now. There's another distraction here that's going to make the piloting checks even worse as Tundra drops into yeah. the piloting room and starts distracting everyone. It's, it's like they have a cat flying or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the ship 
does a straight line trying to put you guys behind it. You're up. Well, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. This maneuverability the, is killing me. We're going to try the port side this time. Nope, Sandra, no. I'm so proud of you. Do you need to take care of that, Adam? <laughs> okay, I think he's sitting down on my keyboard. Oh, perfect. I'm sure that's fine. Until he rolls a right. million and just breaks everything. Okay, 5e, you've decided that's someone else's problem. So mm -hmm. you're just going to keep hands on the gun until such time as you have to deal with something. Yeah. So, pawns, once again, take another pot shot at a sitting duck. All right. Oh, this magic missile is... Oh, gosh. That's it's just glorious. a 21. That's just a 21. Only 21. Only. Only. Oh, there's some damage, too. You know what? Next combat, I'm throwing a giant vest at you or something. Oh, okay. You did that one already. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what was the damage, Cooper? Eight damage that time. Okay. Almost a max roll. Yeah. And I'm going to need another critical threshold, please. All right, let's Go see if it, that Jeff. 1d100 helps us again. That's a 100! Oh my gosh! Yes! What? That's a 100. So another crit double critical threshold. And let's see what section it affects. The power core. Oh, that was no. That is like the best we could have hoped for. Okay, so power core applies to all engineer actions except hold it together and patch. A malfunctioning or wrecked power core affects other crew members' actions. So all actions now are at a minus four in addition, I think, to... <laughs> So that stacks with the other it does ones. stack. The forward <laughs> yes. is now at a minus eight weapon, and the aft weapon is now at a minus four. Okay. This ship, as it gets hit with yet another torpedo, is not looking very good. Smoke is pouring into the clouds nearby. Oh boy, and I'm gonna need piloting checks from everyone once again. I'm feeling pretty good about this. Imagine that. You guys, I'm just happy to be here. I got a seven, though. Ah, a 20 total. So uh, I'm going to attempt a piloting maneuver. This is a bad idea, by the way. But I'm feeling I'm cocky. I'm sure it'll work out fine. Yeah. I'm feeling cocky. Yeah. Uh, so I feel where you're coming from, Richard. Your poison. I'm curious I'm, what you're doing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to attempt... <laughs> I'm gonna do a flyby maneuver. Oh, All right, good. cool. So uh, one through, going right through him. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Nine, we're nine, we're 13. hoping for a natural one sure, right so now. This, this literally on the map flies through their space. I fly through their hex mm -hmm. and I make a piloting check. And if I succeed, pawns can shoot them from any arc, although the, we're going to use the same arc anyway. That doesn't matter. Sure. Uh, if I fail... Imagine there'd be a collision if you fail badly enough. If I fail, it provokes an attack of opportunity. Uh, okay. If I crit success, that's a plus two to your gunnery check. 
Cool. Okay. All right. So Give me a roll. That's an 18. It does not connect, and it is time for an opportunity attack. 5e, please feel free. Not not today, kids. It's only a two. <laughs> womp womp. The moral womp, confliction womp. inside you. I hate that you have forced me to root for you in this combat. That <laughs> <laughs> <I'm not laughs> That's the worst. Ouch. What? Aren't you supposed to root for the players always? Come on. <laughs> Running out of sky here, so we're going to move forward a couple times. Get a bit of a turn going on here. Try to once again bring it around to face the enemy. Or oh, they're coming up like on, our, on our aft. I like it. Okay. Moving on to gunnery phase. That's going to be pawns going first. I kind of want to try a different weapon, but I wouldn't be nearly as useful. Well, <laughs> we're, we're currently facing away from them, so the, oh, we, we already used our only non-forward arc, non-turret, which is the garbage ejection system. <laughs> I'm really curious. What would that, like, the one that makes a, is a mining laser? The mining laser, yeah. That sounds so cool. We drill a hole in them. Yeah, that sounds amazing, but I'll, I'll have to torpedo them. So let's imagine let's that. <laughs> I can try and get you in position next time if you want to mining laser them. That is a 18 on the dice, so a 23 to hit. Yes. And oh, Yikes. and that is going to be a strong tell me that attack. damage yet. It's not there yet. Okay, sorry. <laughs> because it's time for 5E to fire this forward arc cannon at a negative eight. <laughs> Target acquired. 18 or higher or something. I'm hoping for that nat 20 right here. Executing directive. Do uh, nat 20s actually crit in this? They don't do double damage. We're they... about to find out because oh. I just rolled one. What? <laughs> uh, they, Let's they, go. They don't do double damage in Starship combat. They uh -huh. uh, cause a critical threshold. Ah, which is almost worse. Probably worse. Yeah. So 5E, now you get to roll the D100 to oh, see which yes. system this affects. Just hoping they have a critty day. <laughs> oh. Looks like it's a sensors results. Sensors. So you really? have damaged the scanner. <laughs> All science officer actions uh, oh. are now at a minus two. Uh, crew member Scriff, I no longer feel quite, quite so well. Oh, they, they messed up my settings. <laughs> no, I do still get to roll damage as normal. For you do separate. still get to roll damage, please. Alrighty. We're going to get the result of the enemy ship. Um, and by that, I mean Scriff and Pawns first. Oh, nice. That was a nine damage. Nice. One shy of an axe. Okay. Cool. And Richard, what was that damage? So if you just take his number and you just flip it all around and turn it upside down, you get a six. <laughs> all right. Six. Oh. Is, did, do, have we hit another critical threshold on them yet? So this torpedo flies past as a laser hits your ship, damaging some of your internal systems. The torpedo... 
sails through the clouds and impacts right in the front of the ship and you see it explode the front area and the ship begins to plummet we need to go in after them uh, yeah, swoop, swoop down below i oh, can oh, i can get out of yeah. if we have to are we correct. still in combat at this point we are not in combat because this ship has been disabled yes! and is falling right. out of the sky that is unfortunate, but that hopefully means that I can do some things to help the situation. <laughs> because as I understand it, I am not currently uh, uh, under an active directive. I assume that the weapon systems are also malfunctioning. Everything is down here. Excellent. Then I, then NR5E will abandon the turret. You go to start unbuckling yourself and the ship starts spinning, barrel rolling as you fall. So you're just... So you're just being thrown from side to side within your seat. The hunk of junk is falling, following behind, trying to keep track of this thing. It's a fast ship, so it's up close. And it comes down and hits the water and starts skipping and rolling end over end. I'm going to need a fortitude save from you, 5e. Oh. Alrighty then hits this wave, whoa, gets kicked up into the air. Fortitude save is a five. That's uh, good enough, right? Oh, no. <laughs> At least it's not a natural one, but it's a five. Okay. Boom, starts rolling end over end, and you're going to take 15 bludgeoning damage as you're oh, slammed ouch. around in this ship. Hmm. Why are you the worst? Yeah, that's, that's pretty rude, Adam. Like, ow! It's <laughs> a lot of damage. That's a lot of uh, damage. A lot of damage, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, that leaves me for those of you playing the home game at one hit point. Oh, oh my oh, gosh! Okay. Uno. No, oh, no, he switched to Spanish. <laughs> we knocked the settings. <laughs> right, swooping down above the wrecked vehicle, there is complete silence save the ship's engines starting to gargle in the water. The blue waves seem near endlessly deep. Who knows how far the ship will sink and how quickly. We need to get them out. Five is still in there. Uh, yeah, I'll, Hans will fly out of the uh, the cockpit or the uh, the, the gunnery area as, as fast as he can, and and try to look for for Five E. Okay. Can Five Can Five E attempt to once more uh, extricate himself from the turret? Absolutely. All right. So change of plan. This time he is going to try going up to the bridge where he heard the disturbance earlier. Okay. So you are currently upside down as this ship is belly up. So you have to carefully flip over, drop down. And as you start moving into the hallway, you can see water has already begun to flood this ship. You start moving towards the front and give me a perception check as you do. Pawns, you came out of the ship and just started flying down. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I want to get to the ship's The hunk of junk. Scriff, you bring it in, just hovering right above this wreckage. Yeah, what I want to do is uh, get it into position over, like, the airlock of the other ship. Mm -hmm. 
and I want to try and use the mining laser to cut open the airlock. Ooh. <laughs> Give me an attack roll. All right. Perception results in eight, by the way. Okay. What's that laser doing for you? Uh, that's a 12. 12, give me damage as this thing begins to bore into, you know, actually, you're not even gonna need to roll damage. This thing is busted and it's not moving. You just bring the nose of this thing right up to the ship and <laughs> drop a mining laser. So, for those inhabitants inside the ship, a mining laser cuts a giant hole several feet in front of you, 5e, as you put on the brakes, come to a stop, and brace against the heat of this thing. A transmission reads out across your screen, telling you to eliminate all life forms on the ship because they are hostile. Oh no. And as you see the laser dissipate, you see, just for a second, the flicker as if the sky has gone all wobbly for a second. Pawns also give me a perception check. All right, that is a 28. 28. So Pawns, from outside of the ship, you see the laser come down. You see a figure, what appears to be cloaked on top of this upside down ship. The refraction disappears for just a second, and you can see a unit looking very much like 5e with the face of a human on look up at you before jumping into the water, before this camouflage engages, and you see a splash in the water. I get up on the comms. 5e, 5e, can you hear me? Transmission acknowledged. We need to get you out of there. I've cut open a hole in the airlock. Negative. We have to search the vessel. I believe Captain Esper is aboard here somewhere. Man, I'm going to continue trying to search the vessel to see if I can find Esper and hopefully she is still alive and can be rescued. Make it quick. The ship is sinking. Alright. All right, and I'll, I'll, I'll yell out, actually. Uh, what, one of them tried to escape down into the water. Uh, we might want to see if we can track him somehow, but he, seemed, he seems to have vanished. Uh, and I'll kind of float over towards the water to just see if I can catch any glimpse of the direction that he went. Neutralize the target if you locate it. 5e, you keep moving through the ship. There's a bit of a hole that you have to jump over now. Water's pouring in, it's getting pretty deep. It's already at about waist level as you move towards the front of the ship. And you see, thrown against the far wall in the corner, floating motionlessly is a small figure. As you approach, you recognize Uzi Puswound. Oh, Uzi's How did he get in there? Oh my gosh. Probably had him in a backpack no, or something. You bastard. His helmet has been shattered and his arms are splayed in unnatural directions. Oh no. no. As he stares at you through nearly closed eyes. So. Finally decide to finish job, computer head. Didn't have time to kill Uzi when he find you cutting off Bug Lady's robo arm. But you have time now. Uzi Wait. grins a blood-filled smile. 
was it gonna fight back this time? But he dies, hero. Saving Fuzzy Scriff and Squishy Pons. Do I get a will save to resist that directive? You do indeed. Oh my gosh. Here goes something, kids. That is a nine. So. What was the phrasing of that directive again? Kill any living beings on this ship. They right. are hostiles. 5e raises his skip shot tactical pistol, trains it on Uzi, and says, I cannot deny my directive. I am sorry, friend. Pawns, I will give you one chance to do something because you are the closest. And through the ether, you feel some disturbance within the ship up front. The brain waves are not right. You have one chance and one chance only. Uh, okay. No pressure, um, though. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see here. He's got one hit point. Just <laughs> blast. <laughs> You're not wrong. I could just throw a rock at him. Actually, yeah. <laughs> throw it down the if, hall. Just if shoo. I were Pons, I'd kill me. Pons. He's going to look over and I believe... I can do the daze spell to prevent him from being able to take that action if he fails that save. Oh, man. Without actually killing him. So I'll go ahead and cast that. Uh, yeah, make a will save. 5e. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Please don't succeed at this one. I get a 12. What is your save, Pawns? I'm pretty sure my save is a 13. <laughs> it should be, yeah. It is a 13. Yes! Yay! You have thwarted me in a way that I actually wanted to be thwarted. <laughs> Thank again. you. But we, we get something out of it that time. Yes, give me one more. We'll save 5e as you are dazed and confused as you bring your pistol up to execute Uzi, your head feels strange and you stagger back within this water that continues to rise. 15 this time. Your whole core starts to rock. Parts are impacting against one another. A powerful order has been presented to you, but it appears to conflict with your core directive protect the primary target, protect defenseless beings, protect those with whom you have established a long-standing and strong connection. S3's stringent order to tell you to kill all life on this ship would force you to execute this creature, but it would defy your programming at a kernel level. This conflict drives you into a system-halting temporary freeze-out. That dizziness you felt is just expanded upon as you try to compete between these two conflicting orders within yourself. Your body fails to respond, and if you speak, it comes out in a broken whisper. Error. Error. Divide by zero. Error. 
<laughs> pistol pointed at Uzi, who's just looking at you through the tiniest slits of his eyes. Pawn Scriff, what do you do? What's going on? 5e Pawn Aaron, Aaron, Aaron. This starts five, broadcasting five, five over Aaron, the calm. Five, 5e was attempting to assassinate Uzi, but I, I think I was able to, to to stop him. Uzi needs help, though. He's, okay, he's in the I'm, spaceship. He's I'm not on looking my way. good. I'm going to put the ship into, like, an autopilot to hold it in position. Roger that, crewmate. <laughs> I definitely trust this autopilot to, to hold position. He's so chipper. I like him. And I will... Uh, I'm, I'm tempted to plug Cat into him. To, <laughs> I trust Cat a little bit more than I trust this guy. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to hop out of the ship and try to help the crew. Okay, so you land on top of this ship, which there's only a bit of it still above water. What do you guys do? You know that 5e's inside, Uzi's inside, Isvan Espa might be inside. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna fly over, fly over to 5e first and uh, use all my strength to try to help pull him out of there as he's erroring, erroring. Okay, no, go ahead, get, give get, me strength. Get Uzi. You want me to grab him in, instead? I, I don't have I'll, anything I'll take to, care of 5e. to heal him. Okay, all right. I kind of turn, look at look at 5e, look at Uzi, and then I'm like, well, he's lighter, and then go over to Uzi. Um, what do you want me to do there? I don't have a healing touch left. Can't you? You have the the empowered one. Can't you spend another resolve point? I can. I can do that. You're right. Yeah, it, resol it costs a resolve point, but I can't heal him. Never mind. Recon. I could actually heal him. Things aren't as bad as they could be. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't see how powerful that is. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah, Pons, I'll, I'll go over and I'll uh, oh, I'll pick up geez. Uzi very gently and ah, making sure his limbs don't just fall right off. And, uh, <laughs> go ahead and spend another oh, resolve man. point to heal him for 10 HP. Okay. Yes. You heal him as you fly through what little space is left in the ship. Grab onto him. Look over at the... 5e statue just standing there with a gun pointed heal losing start dragging him back out i'm going to need an athletics check from you scriff what are you doing at this point uh so scriff's gonna come down into the ship go up to c5e standing there motionless with the gun in his hand i'm gonna take the gun from his hand and then i'm gonna pull out cat and plug cat into him to try and reboot his software okay give Ooh, me a computer's okay. check adam am yes. i able to am i able to carry out any directives at present well as you are still on the ship and there are still living creatures on this the confliction is going to remain in your system you can try to move to assist because you do have, you have overcome this. It's like tug of war. Yeah, it's like tug of war within you. Um, and it's, you can do something, but it's very difficult. I have been instructed to upload a worm to any system that comes in contact with me. 
Oh. Cat has just established a connection with me. Yeah, indeed it has. Know that. And uh, that's an that's an eleven on that computer's roll. All right. So, five E. You feel that one of your tasks has been succeeded in some small way, and that kind of releases a little bit of pressure off of you, and you can now begin to move. It's still difficult, but you're able to articulate better, and you're able to move your appendages. Don't worry, 5e, I'm going to get this sorted out. Yeah, as far as you can tell, Scriff, because these move in a little bit more, what you're doing is starting to work. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep working on him, try and get him into a, a condition that he can actually move okay. out here. You want the athletics roll there, Adam? That I do. Yeah, that was a three. <laughs> yeah. So you're dragging Uzi, kind of like pulling him on top of the water. So it's a little easier for you, but you're still uh, having trouble. And as you're pulling, Uzi looks up at you and says, Bug lady on ship. Okay, can I like toss Uzi to safety somewhere? <laughs> I would not toss he's, that. He's healed up, right? He, you healed him. Better now? He is healed. Yes, right? he has he has healed, but he also had oh, yeah. many broken appendages. Yeah. It's magic. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, it's magic. It'll be good. Uh, yeah. Sure. Try to get out on his own. Can I use him as squishy pawns? Not good at pulling things. With telekinetic projectile, can I shoot him? No. Please don't enough? throw. Creatures? Please don't throw our friend goblin. Hey, he do that he also damage. does not count that. as an object. He is yes. a creature while he is still okay. alive. Just checking. If you uh, were dead, then yes, you could do that. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a good option here. Like is, does it look like the ship is gonna sink all the way? Yes, and it's soon. But you, you can you can sense things with your mind, right? So like, yeah. you can find Isabel. I can, well, I can find her, but she's gonna be underwater if I get Uzi to safety first. Is what I'm I'm thinking. Uzi tried to swim with one good leg. Oh. Yeah, I don't I don't trust God. him to save himself. <laughs> you you already healed him up. Like that I think if we're gonna save everyone, that's as much as you can do. There's only oh. two of us right now. I'm Gosh. trying to get five E going. Okay. All right, but I, I think you, that's the best we so? can do if we're gonna save Ispanespa. Like, like a little tadpole, I release Uzi into the water, <laughs> to swim and fend for himself. And, <laughs> okay, and I'm gonna so, go searching for Isbin. Okay, you are you going to reach your mind out, or are you just yeah, going to yeah, try I'll, to? I'll try to locate her. It's I think thirty. I think it might be further than that. Okay, so 30 foot, the yeah. front of this ship is what took the final shot. So the cockpit is very nearly fully submerged in water. Scriff, you're kind of floating as you try to work on 5E. I'll, uh, I'll activate my voice command module on my armor and okay. say Acti activate environmental protections. And okay. A bubble appears over my my head to provide me with uh, air. Okay. As you do that, you're picking your nose up until the last second until this bubble comes over and then the water fills the cabin. What do you got for me on sensing life ponds? The perception check would be an 18. 
You can feel through the water, through the walls, not too far away, maybe in a room just adjacent to this hallway. You feel life signs that you felt before. You feel the mind of Isbin Espa, but still unconscious. Okay. Yeah, I'll, can I also put on, I believe I had that from earlier still, right? Yeah, your your suit gives you protection. Mm -hmm. In your case, I imagine it just turns into a bubble. Boom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, and I'll I'll go searching for her. Let's see if I can okay. help pull her out of there. She's towards the back of the ship. You can feel it. You fly out of the water. What little area is left of air, turn the corner, and you see Isbin Espa strapped to a cargo net. She's just hanging limply there from the ship that is facing the wrong way. So it's nose down at the moment, and you're kind of looking up at her on this net. Uh, yeah, is there like a, I don't know, sci-fi sci version of a carabiner would be like, but is there something I can... <laughs> Is there some hook? You I can, can see that with? she was actually strapped in. It seems like someone took the time to attach them to this thing. So it's a harness. You come up to this thing and hit the button, and it tink, clips open, and she just falls straight down into the water. <laughs> Splashes as she comes down. Yeah, keep her head up out of the water. <laughs> okay, Scriff, you think you got him. You're giving voice commands to Cat. Cat's doing everything it can, and 5e, you feel the movement finally loosen up as control is returned to you. Servo mode is online. Kinetic functionality at 8% of maximum capacity. I'd ask you how you feel, but we don't have time. Can you move? I believe so, yes. Then let's get out of here. Pons is in the back trying to find Ispin Espa. We need to get them out as well. Can you help? Directive acknowledged. I will assist. All right, since this ship is sinking nose first, I'm going to need a swim check from the two of you. Pawns, what are you doing as they come towards you? Uh, kind of flailing my arms and yelling like, ah, uh, I've got to do my best to get her out of here, but she's unconscious and I, I don't swim very well. All right. Uh, 5e gets a 21 on his athletics check and calls back to Scriff and, sa and sa says kinetic functionality improving. Scriff got a 19. 19, K. You guys beeline it for pawns down the hallway, around the corner. You see Isbanespa floating there. Pawns is trying to keep her head up out of the water. You guys grab her and start swimming back out of the giant hole that was bored in this thing. I'm going to need a swim check from pawns. There's another four. Pawns is having Yikes. issues. You you see the bubble that he's in trying to go into water, but the air pocket's keeping him up too much, and he's having he's trouble buoyant. swimming out. Can I, can I disable it to do better? Could, you might could take 5e, penalties could, then. Oh. Could 5e assist in getting both of them out more expediently? You could, yes. You could go back and, you know, seeing Pawns, not able to swim, go back, grab him, and start pulling him along with you. All right. I'll give that a shot with a 16 athletics. Okay, Pawns, go ahead and roll to assist as he grabs you and starts pulling you down this flooded hallway. Five. Oh, well. Okay. It's slowly getting better, I guess. <laughs> oh, my goodness. 5e is essentially trying to walk along this 
pathway that's nearly vertical, trying to pull this air bubble of pawns through this open hole. Scriff, you pop up above the surface, hanging on to Isbin Espa. You see nearby a little green object floating. Uzi, can you make it to the ship? Maybe someone pick me up and put me on ship. Alright, I'm gonna move, I'm gonna put Yzman Espa in the ship and then go back for Uzi. Okay, you start swimming. Back in the ship, this thing keeps sinking. It is now fully submerged in water. Scriff, you see the tail go down into the water. 5e, you get to the hole, grab it, pull pawns under and just let him go and let the wa- the air woof, pull him up to the surface as you start swimming your way up and oh, you surface shortly after and the the ship sinks and there's like a small vortex trying to pull water in you swim away from that grab onto the staircase of the ship and start climbing back on board you see Scriff has Isbin Espa laying out flat on the ground. Pull the small goblin up onto the ship. The stairs raise back up into position. And you have escaped this sinking ship with Which everyone still alive. More difficult than yes. shooting it down. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. And if I had a spell slot, I had other healing capabilities or other things, but I was out from that last fight still. So that was that was really dire. Oh my gosh. Huh, that ship appears, appears to be sinking. Guess we're not going to get that back. And you guys start to take stock of what you're seeing here. You pick up Uzi and Isbin Espa and move them into an empty room. And as you lay down Isbin Espa, her orb-like eyes spring into life, and she suddenly attempts to struggle out of your grasp. It's okay, it's Release okay. Release me! I'm you're, telling you nothing more! I will you're not accept friends. your drugs anymore! You, Captain Espa, it's us. You are a lie. Barely. <laughs> Everyone's looking pretty bad. It's quite the motley crew staring down at her right now. You've seen better (laughs) days too, it seems. But we're we're safe now. We're we're going to get to shelter. You can relax. She leans back against the wall and something like fear passes over her features as she looks around the room and sees 5e. But she doesn't say anything. I saw... I saw the, the robot that had you taken captive. It, it it vanished into the lake down below us. Fivey, you can feel her eyes are just sitting on you the entire time, even as Pawn says this. We have nothing to say to her. <laughs> hey, Uzi, what, what happened there? Kind of vanished for a little bit. Uzi, his glider start falling hit window and then I see something move in the shadows followed it and scriff on the radio tell me find elevator so I went there 
and saw you. Tries the point at 5e. I drop down and hide in metal desk. I wait there and I hear talking, like 5e talking to himself almost. I hid there until I saw opportunity to get on ship. Then I crawl on and start attacking. Alright. <laughs> you are... You're very brave. And you've done a great job. Now you can relax. We need to find somewhere safe to go. Do you think that your goblin clan could shelter us for a few days while we relax? While we recuperate? If by shelter, you mean shelter in big pot, then yes, they shelter. Those parameters are suboptimal. I like their stew. Espa, yup. Isvin Espa turns away from everyone and with her two arms that are both on her right side, the other's missing, she wraps her hands around her body and she looks back a bit and says, have any of you had nightmares since you were here? No, I don't think so. I, I, I do not experience such phenomenon. I did have a weird dream. I don't know if it was a nightmare, but it was very strange. It was back at the uh, triple church. Actually, I had a daydream, but that count it was so something about my past all seeing things do you remember anything about the crash negative this kind of looks at you 5e when i hit the drift a torpedo connected with the dalar i watched the drift vanish before me and in an instant, there was a planet in full view right in front of us. Stella had already appeared in Upper Atmo, and the shields were blown away, and it was taking massive heat. I did everything I could to try to bring it down soft, but the wing blew, and the last thing that happened was we were coming in way too hot on the desert. I woke up in a searing pain. I was in the cargo bay somehow and one of my arms was pinned under debris with an unendurable agony in my ribs. She turns and looks directly at 5e again. And that thing was standing over me, holding my arm. A chunk of body was still attached to it. I turn and is it reached to tear off my other implanted arm a space goblin looks over towards Uzi clambered in and knocks something over and this thing vanished like a hologram if only the goblin had been there to help instead it came at me with a knife I couldn't get my arm free so, when that green vat attack came at me, 
had to use his swing to cut off my own arm. Beast was so shocked I was able to kick it in the gut and run, but I tried to get outside, but I don't remember what else. Not before the prison cell and the nightmares. I've had these horrible nightmares since we crashed here. Ivy looks back at Scriff. I have no memory of these events in my databanks. I so Scriff hasn't actually seen this other SRO yet. Right? You guys saw going up in the elevator for a split second another figure with 5E. We did see a figure in the flames of mm-hmm. the Stella Delar, and I know that 5E was next to me when that happened, so I know it wasn't 5E. So what have you done with my arm, SRO? Have you assimilated it into parts, or did you lose it? You've come back for the other. It we'll come and take 5e. it. See what happens when I'm not trapped. I repeat my previous statement. I have no memory of these events in my databanks. I don't think it was 5e. It, 5e was with me. We saw someone in the flames of the crashed ship holding an arm. I concur with that assessment. I, I even have a voice recording of that day, if you want to listen to that. But it was just from my perspective. Okay. Go ahead and give me a diplomacy check to try to calm her down. Anyone who talked, which is everyone here, can assist. Yeah. I do not assist. Right. Uh, I will roll to assist. And it's an 11, so that should give you a plus 2. It's only an 8, though. So you get plus 2 from Richard. So it takes a while to calm her down. And she still just keeps staring at 5e the whole time, glaring dagger. Not sure if she believes it or not. And then she kind of looks back over at the others. The dreams, I don't think they were just dreams. I think they were visions. A message. I saw it every night when I was in that prison cell, replaying endlessly each time I slept. What did they say? What happened in these dreams? I watched the stars vanish. I could feel the sorrow crushing me, a complete sorrow at the things that had done this, cut this system off. They planned to do it to every system in the galaxy, every system in the universe. Triune, this place is a prison and the prisoner here is the only one that could stand against them. Keep uncovering the truth in the next chapter of the Emergency Power Podcast. Oh, my. Oh, man. And everyone's level three. Yes! Let's see you. Sweet, sweet day. Yeah.
When life drains you down, charge up on the Emergency Power Network. Theme song triangles by Diamond Ace. Find them at bandcamp.com. Music provided by Nicholas Judy of Dark Fantasy Studio at darkfantasystudio.com and Tabletop Audio. Find them at tabletopaudio.com. Font Azonics by Mixo. Find them on Twitter at MixoFX. The Starfinder role-playing game, including its official lore and images, are the intellectual property of Paizo Incorporated. All rights reserved. Narrated by Danny Lee Collins.